Welcome to the Morning Download Podcast, your go-to resource for personal finance, economics, and market insights. In just eight minutes a day, we provide valuable information to help you make better money decisions. Hey there, investors. Ready for a packed newsletter today? There's been so much going on lately, it's hard to keep up. But don't worry, we'll bring you up to speed. Okay, let's kick things off with a fun fact that might pique your interest. You know, a while back, we saw a pretty low rate of change in the U.S. resident population. But guess what? Things are picking up. In 2022, we saw an increase of 0.4%. That might not sound like much, but hey, it's a step in the right direction. More companies are laying off workers. It seems like nobody is safe these days. Ford, for example, just laid off 700 workers who were working on building an electric version of the F-150. Now, this decision isn't directly related to the ongoing UAW strike. Ford claims that it's just a temporary move, as they plan to reduce shifts at their Rouge Electric Vehicle Center in Dearborn, Michigan. They've been facing some supply chain issues, too. And it's not just Ford. Rolls-Royce is also planning to fire 2,500 workers. They're looking to revamp their business and cut costs. This isn't the first time they've done something like this. During the pandemic, they already reduced their workforce by about 9,000 jobs due to reduced demand. Back in 2018, they cut 4,600 workers. It seems like not everyone is feeling rich these days. Even LinkedIn is getting into the layoff action. They're letting go of 668 workers from different teams like engineering, finance, talent, and product. They're making these changes to restructure their business. Interestingly, this isn't the first time they've had layoffs this year. Just back in May, they fired 716 employees and stopped their jobs app in China. However, financially, they've been doing pretty well. They surpassed $15 billion in revenue for the first time this year. This is all happening at a time when many companies are preparing to announce their earnings. Layoffs can often improve profitability, although that impact may not be seen this quarter. However, in the past, we've seen that laying off workers can actually boost stocks, especially if investors feel a company is paying too much. Take Facebook, for example. Oh, and there are some global events making news, too. Australia is planning to introduce new pensions income thresholds for the aged and veterans. There's a bit of a row over paying the yuan for Russian crude, which is causing delays in Indian oil deals. On a positive note, wages in the UK have overtaken inflation for the first time in nearly two years. That's definitely a good sign. So it's not all doom and gloom. By the way, did you hear that CVS, Walgreens, and Rite Aid are closing thousands of stores? There are a few reasons for this, including increased competition, lower reimbursement rates for prescriptions, and unfortunately, theft. All of this happening together is definitely making waves in the economy and news. NVIDIA really took a hit recently. The stock fell to as low as $424.80 before bouncing back and closing down about 3.5%. So what caused this roller coaster ride? Well, it turns out that the Biden administration made a decision to halt shipments of advanced AI chips designed by NVIDIA and other companies to China. NVIDIA didn't take the news lightly, though. They responded with a strong statement to their investors, reassuring them that they don't expect this to have a significant impact on their financial results in the near future. That's good to hear, considering how important the Chinese market is for many technology companies. But it's not just NVIDIA feeling the impact. Apple is also feeling the pressure due to falling iPhone sales in China. You see, there are growing political tensions between countries and that's hurting Apple's bottom line. 
In fact, the Apple CEO recently made a surprise visit to China, which suggests they're actively trying to address these challenges. Sales of the iPhone 14 in China have dipped by 4.5% compared to its predecessor during the first two weeks after its launch. That's not an insignificant drop. So it's no wonder that both Nvidia and Apple are facing some stormy weather in China right now. They'll have to navigate these challenges if they want to see smoother waters ahead. Now for some crypto. Bitcoin has had some action the past few days, rising to $30,000, then down to $28,000. Now Bitcoin is on the rise again, trading above $28,500. It seems like there's a generally positive sentiment about its future. And here's something interesting. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a fundamental crypto law. Starting from July 2025, California's Department of Financial Protection, DFPI, and Innovation will be creating a regulatory framework for cryptocurrencies. This framework includes a licensing regime and gives the department the power to enforce rules within the sector. It's definitely a step forward in embracing crypto, but there's another surprising update. Binance.us, the popular cryptocurrency exchange, has made a major change. They've removed the option for users to withdraw dollars directly from the platform. Now, if users want to withdraw funds, they have to convert their USD to digital assets or stablecoins. This sudden change comes after Binance. U.S. suspended USD deposits back in June. It seems like they're facing some pressure from the SEC, who they claim is using extremely aggressive and intimidating tactics. It's quite a turn of events for Binance. U.S. users who are used to easily withdrawing USD. On another note, FTX, another prominent exchange, has some interesting plans. They're looking to return 90% of customer funds, which is great news, right? Well, here's the catch. Customers will have to bear any losses associated with the process. So while it may sound appealing, customers need to be aware of the potential risks involved. Did you know that rich Americans are moving to certain states within the US? It turns out that some Americans are either leaving the country altogether or relocating from expensive states to more affordable ones. If you'd rather stay in the US, but want to escape the high costs, here are some popular states you may want to consider. First up is Florida, with a net migration of 27,567. Then there's Texas, with a net migration of 9,008. North Carolina follows with 5,446, and Arizona with 4,563. South Carolina is also a popular choice, with a net migration of 4,510. While these states may not be the most affordable options overall, they are especially popular among households earning $200,000 or more per year. Plus, states like Texas and Florida are known for being tax-friendly, as they have no state income tax. Looking beyond the U.S., many American expats have chosen neighboring countries such as Mexico and Canada as their new homes. There's also a significant number of Americans living in the U.K., Although the U.S. government doesn't formally track the number of Americans leaving the country, estimates suggest that around 9 million Americans have chosen to do so. This is more than double the number reported in 1999. Outside of the U.S., 40% of Americans opt for the Western Hemisphere, including countries in Canada, Central, and South America. Around 26% moved to Europe, with Portugal being a popular choice due to its low prices. Some still prefer more well-known countries like Spain and Italy. Additionally, 14% head to East Asia and the Pacific, including destinations like Australia, New Zealand, China, and Japan. Another 14% choose the Middle East, 
while 3% venture to Central or South Asia, mainly due to the affordability of these countries. Lastly, 3% of Americans choose to settle in Africa. So if you're looking to make a change, either within the U.S. or abroad, these are some interesting options to explore. Today's personal finance quote comes from the brilliant Charlie Munger. He once said, A lot of people with high IQs are terrible investors because they've got terrible temperaments. And you know what? He's got a point. Now, we often associate high intelligence with success in various areas of life. But when it comes to investing, having a sky-high IQ doesn't guarantee a win. In fact, it can sometimes work against you if you let your emotions drive your decision-making. Investing requires a cool and rational approach, especially when the market gets bumpy. It's not about being the smartest person in the room, but rather having the right mindset and temperament. Even if you have a genius-level IQ, being prone to impulsive decisions or letting fear and greed cloud your judgment can lead to poor investment choices. So, what's the key takeaway here? Intelligence alone isn't enough to excel in investing. It's crucial to develop the discipline and emotional resilience to make sound financial decisions. Keep your emotions in check and focus on long-term strategies rather than chasing short-term gains. Successful investing requires a combination of intellect and the right temperament. Remember, it's not about how high your IQ is, but how well you manage your emotions when it comes to investing. So keep your temperament in check and let your rational thinking guide your financial decisions. In this episode, we covered the latest updates on the U.S. population growth, layoffs at major companies, the impact of chip shipments on NVIDIA and Apple, the rise of Bitcoin, trends in Americans' migration patterns, and Charlie Munger's insights on investing. Thanks for tuning in to The Morning Download, your go-to podcast for personal finance, economics, and market insights in just eight minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe for more helpful content and sign up for our free newsletter at morningdownload.com slash subscribe.